As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Hey everyone, just wanted to pop in really quickly before the episode gets started to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor has been such a big help in creating this podcast and is really the reason that you're listening to this episode on the platform that you are, which is super cool. So if you want to learn more about Anchor, just head to anchor.fm or you can download the Anchor app on your phone. All right, well that is all, so let's just get into the episode. Welcome to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes. This podcast is a lifestyle and entertainment news podcast where I talk all about life struggles, the breakups, the makeups, business aspirations, and I am always having new guests on to discuss it all. Plus, I'm always giving you the latest on all things pop culture. So let's jump into today's episode because, girl, we gotta talk. Welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. Today I'm joined by Eden Busani. She is a motivational speaker, mentor, and just a manifestation queen. So today is going to be super fun. I already told her I'm going to learn so much um, on this episode, and I'm really excited to have her on. So welcome to the podcast. Really happy to be here. And I actually listened to a few of your episodes and they were really great. So I'm really honored to be on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, We are going to kind of cover like manifesting your life, kind of what that looks like um, and what kind of like finding your purpose in life really means and um, the law of attraction, mind, body, soul, all that fun stuff. So do you want to do a little introduction kind of on yourself before we get started? Uh, Yeah, sure. I can definitely do that. So a little bit about myself. You know, I always get so stumped because I don't know. (laughs) You know, I don't really know what to say about myself. But um, oh, I know what to say. Okay, so I have an amazing book coming out October 28th. The reason why I'm saying this is because the reason why I wrote the book is because of my transformation that I've done in the last two years. Um, I have come out of high school and high school, I was a totally shy girl. Um, I had like my friends who stuck with me from elementary and we're still like really tight to this day. And those are my friends. I was never one to like raise a hand, ask a question, answer or anything, you know, out of high school, I don't know what happened, but I suddenly became so loud, attracting (laughs) attention from every direction, having a million and one friends. And I thought that was me being confident. I legitimately thought that, oh my God, I worked on myself. I'm not shy anymore. I'm confident. And what I realized was that it wasn't actually true because every time I would walk into an event or something, I would be 
super shy and I would just like crawl back into my my little corner not talk to anybody so I realized you know I'm doing something wrong here because if I can't introduce myself to somebody that's not called being confident then what am I you know I kind of gave this illusion that I was confident and then I started asking myself all these other questions you know um, why am I here why am I attracting all these things I, I went through like six months of depression um, and anxiety and I had suffered from stress in the past so I know I completely get it what it's like to feel like your life is just spinning out of control I know what it's like to be depressed not wanting to hear anybody not wanting to see anybody and it's like even you can't even stand yourself at some points because you just want to just get out of it already but on the other side of the spectrum I also know what it's like to heal I know what it's like to find your power. I know what it's like to find that control in your life. And that to me is the biggest transformation um, that happened in my life. Because to go from a point where you have no control to a point where you actually can control your mind and you are aware of what's going on and you feel healthy and happy and you're just passing on that inspiration, that's a complete 360. So that's my story. Um, that I would just say a little bit briefly here, why I got started with transformation. That's really interesting that you say, you know, you felt so confident. And then as soon as you're kind of in front of people and you kind of like crawled back into that, into that shell, it's interesting. So how did you go from, I guess you realized that you were doing that. So did you kind of think like, okay, I have to change this. I have to like, you know, better myself and maybe not crawl back into that shell. Like what did you have like a realization? So I actually, I only came to that realization because I was aware. I honestly only became more aware when I hit my rock bottom. And trust me, that happened too. I had hit my rock bottom. It was the worst time of my life. Um, and that really brought me to become more aware of myself because that's where I started practicing um, transformational practices, self-development, personal help. Um, and I realized the importance of self-awareness, of being mindful to what's going on around you. So when I started practicing that, I actually realized that, hey, I'm not as confident as I thought I was, right? I started realizing that I was drifting back into that shell when I wasn't putting up that show, so to speak. Right. So what I did is, after I was aware of it, I actually started working on that. And admitting to myself that I was scared was one thing, working past that fear is a whole nother thing. I remember when I first started talking, um, one of my husband's friends and my husband as well, actually, they were the one that pushed me to talk, to get on video, to get in front of a camera and be in front of an audience. And that really helped me one video at a time. I just kept pushing it out. And you know how many times I, ha I deleted my videos knowing that I wasn't confident enough <laughs> to post them, but I kept pushing. I kept knowing like, even today I can watch my videos and cringe, but I won't even delete them. I'll be like, this is going to be a reminder for me to know where I was and how much I progressed. So yeah. a lot of that for me is just hard work, knowing that the first step to anything you want to take action in life to is being aware, right? Awareness yeah, yeah. is key. If you're not aware of it, you can't actually fix it. Right. So that first step for me was being becoming aware, being more mindful. And then from there, tracing my steps and seeing what is my next step to actually get to where I want to be. Well, it seems like you said it yourself, like you, 
you realized what your fear was and you may have had help, but you also, you mean you did it yourself. You confronted that fear. And I feel like for most of us, if you have, you know, a fear that is kind of maybe taking over your life or, you know, it's a big part of it, you stray away from it and you try to avoid it and you pretend almost it's not there and you don't want to deal with it, but it looks like you kind of just like looked at dead in the eyes and was like, I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to make videos. I'm going to talk. I'm going to do it. So how was that like, I guess, process for you? I had learned one of the biggest lessons of my life um, by doing this. It's actually a very powerful truth. Usually what we tend to be afraid of is what we're here to do. We're brought here to complete a mission, right? That mission is going to bring us to the treasure, which is happiness, inner peace, satisfaction, um, fruition. That's the treasure. Now, it, in which movie do you ever see or in which book do you read? Do you ever see that there's a treasure and there's just a, literally a map that guides you there without any obstacles along the way? You right. literally, like any no. map you'll get, like just imagine it, any map you'll get to a treasure, you, there will be obstacles, there will be challenges to see how much you really want it, to see if you're worthy, right? That, that's the story we're brought up with every single time there's a treasure. And that's the story I take with me through life. You know, we're here to get through this, to this treasure. We're all in the pursuit of happiness. We all want to feel confident. We all want to be happy, right? We all want to feel successful and fruitful. That is the treasure. In order to get there, we have to complete our mission first. Now, to complete our mission is to take another step back and to go through those baby steps. And those baby steps are, can actually be challenges and obstacles and the things that you fear the most. So, for example, if you're afraid of public speaking, maybe your mission is to be the next big Tony Robbins and to inspire people through your words. If you're afraid to sing, maybe your mission is to be the next generation big singer who inspires people through their songs and who can connect with other people through your words, right? What if you're funny and you feel so scared, you don't want to say a joke, you want to be a comedian, but you're terrified, right? What if your mission is to bring happiness to those people who find it hard to be happy on their own and need that source, which can be your product, your content, right? So that everything, everybody here has a mission and it doesn't matter what it is. You are probably going to have to face some obstacles along the way to accomplish that mission and one of these obstacles is going to be a fear that's going to hold you back but your job here is to push through that fear and get to that mission yeah that's awesome I mean that's so true like I mean it, life is just a big box of obstacles that you have to kind of go through <laughs> I feel like um to kind of get where you need to go and a lot of people and I myself have just recently learned this I'm also guilty of this but there's a very big difference between fear and limited beliefs. That line is so thin and we cross it so often. Your limiting beliefs, okay, here's a fear, um, dying, right? Part of survival, walking without crossing the street. We need, we are born with certain fears so that we can survive. So mm -hmm. fear of fire is legitimate because that's part of survival. Now, a limited belief would be being scared of talking in public, being scared of dancing in public, or being scared to follow your dreams and be an artist when your entire family are doctors and surgeons. Yeah. So, so 
a limited belief can be anything that you don't believe can happen to you because either you don't feel like you have the necessary talents, you don't feel like you have the necessary um, financial status, um, you don't feel like you have the things you need in order to make that happen. That is a limited, limiting beliefs. Yeah. Right. And that's it's so easy to confuse with the fear. Fear is something we need for survival. Never try to get rid of your fears because fear is what's going to save you at the end of the day. Your limiting beliefs is what you want to eradicate, what you want to throw in the garbage because that's a big no-no. So just to clarify that. So say you kind of, you know, found this limited belief and you want to tackle it. Like, how do you get that motivation to do that? Um, Because I think it's really hard for people to like, you know, look at that fear or look at that limited belief and be like, oh God, you know, like I can do this. Like, where do you get that motivation and how can people kind of tackle that? Tackling your limiting beliefs. The first thing I would say to do is actually, I said this before, you need to first become aware that you have this problem, right? Going back to my example of being afraid of speaking, I became aware that I was a terrible, I was like so shy, I couldn't even speak in public. As a matter of fact, I, in high school, we had a mandatory class to take of public speaking. My principal made sure that I didn't have to take it because my first lesson, I burst out crying in front of my entire grade of like 80 girls. And I was mortified. I was humiliated. We were in all girls school. They had what to talk about, obviously. (laughs) Um, And I was mortified. And I had, I was just like, I I didn't have to take any more classes after that. But just to show you like where I was with this fear of mine, this limiting belief that I couldn't do it and I didn't want to do it. And I was always like pushing that I didn't want to do it. Um, And now I'm actually reaching out to people to speak. I have like a podcast. I have two podcasts as a matter of fact. So what I did was just push through that fear and do it. Whatever you're afraid of doing, do it. You're, You're afraid of doing it. You did it and you failed even better. Celebrate that twice two martinis for you. You know, you got, that's a lesson learned. That's not a failure. That's okay. So for next time, I won't say buts so many times, or I won't say like so many times, or I won't um, be, I'll try to be less nervous that I don't actually faint on stage. You know, those are for me things that actually go in my head when I speak. Because that's a personal example for me that I can, I, I can actually just say, this is what I'm going through, even as I'm talking to you right now. So it really all depends on what your fear is, but whatever it is, know and always keep in your mind that if you were not meant to do something, you would not have this feeling or this yearning for it to begin with Mm. because you're brought here to do something. You're brought here with a mission. And if this wasn't part of your mission, it wouldn't even cross your mind for a split second. For example, it didn't even cross my mind for a split second to become a lawyer. Why? That's definitely not part of my mission. <laughs> you know, like, like or, or, you know, there's certain things that you, your talents or certain things that you really want to do that you, you, that you aspire to do. Think about it. Don't just yeah. chuck it in the garbage because if it's a thought, that's literally a message from the universe for you. Like, hey, it's time for you to start taking up on this mission. And we have a few steps for you to accomplish before. Here's part of your step one. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, try to think of it that way. There's no such thing as failure. And if you're afraid of what other people will say, you know, I totally get it. It's not easy. Um, You know, a lot of people are opinionated, especially now with social media, everything's out there. But if you're true to yourself and if you truly believe that this is what you're here to do, 
And if you love yourself, self-love here comes extremely important because if you don't love yourself enough and you're getting all that ridicule from other people, you can take it really hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. You're going to start, it's going to start seeking in faster and harder. But if you love yourself regardless and you trust the process and you trust the universe and you completely believe that whatever you put your mind to do, you can do it, right? Then you have nothing to worry about because even what other people will say at the end of the day, you still love yourself and you still believe in yourself. And that's all that matters. Absolutely. And everyone's going to have an opinion about everything. So you just can't worry about that. I want to talk, kind of talk about self-love though. I feel like um, it's a common phrase that people bring up and, you know, a lot of, it's easy for a lot of people to say, you know, love yourself. You're so great. But for people that are really, you know, not there and maybe insecure or, you know, they have these fears, like what can you kind of talk about or what can you kind of talk to um, on self-love and how can you kind of work on yourself? Because I feel like you can't tackle, like we talked about, you can't tackle that fear or that limited belief. I feel like if you don't, first of all, have it within, but love yourself enough to do it. Absolutely. Um, so there's so much I can talk about this, especially because I am actually putting together a training program with a self-love expert. Um, and she's great. She's a total boss when, when it comes to building self-love and empowering women. So I collaborated with her and we're throwing together a training program uh, for six weeks and starting November 2nd. And so I've done a lot of brushing up on self-love. So I have a lot to offer here. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, self-love, where do I even begin? You can do self-love in so many ways. Um, I don't even know where to start because there are so many ways that you can start by practicing self-love. For example, one way is forgiveness, forgiving yourself, right? Forgiveness is an act of love. If you can forgive somebody else, that means you have feelings in your heart. You have room in your heart to that person, right? That's an act of love. If you can forgive a spouse, a parent, a sibling, a friend, that means that you actually hold emotions towards them. And that's extremely important because those emotions are energy. So your energies are constantly being shared and combined, right? Energy doesn't have this sense of like, oh, I need to set boundaries. They just mesh in with all the other energies. But the thing is that if you can forgive somebody else, and if you can find room in your heart to forgive somebody else, why can't you forgive yourself? Do you not love yourself enough in order to forgive yourself? Like, why are you holding yourself back from that forgiveness? What's so hard to stand in the mirror and say, I'm sorry, just like you would tell anybody else and forgive yourself and start a new page like you would do with anybody else. A lot of people think it's weird. It is, but it's worth it. I, you know, I have actually in my book, I have an entire section on this and I give, um, I give a, I forgot the word for it, but, and it's entire letter to yourself that you would say in front of a mirror. Oh yeah. Um, and, and then you would just read it off and you would actually, I had a few people doing, do this as a test and every single one of them burst into tears when they did it. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you, these are grown ass men who have done this challenge and they burst into tears like the little baby. And they were saying, I have never in my entire life cried like this. I've never experienced something like this before. It's like, I've just been waiting for myself to apologize for myself. Yeah. It's gotta be like that weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Yes. Listen, if, if, if grown men cry from this, I'm not saying guys can't cry, go for it. 
but just because of like stigmas right here, yeah. <laughs> you know, if men are crying from this, you know, there's something to it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you need any reassurance. That's it right there. <laughs> that's it. Forgive yourself. Just let go of it. Like, why are you holding back on it? Yeah. And I like to give this example because I feel like, you know, for people who find it hard to forgive themselves for whatever reason, you know, it could be that they actually have a legitimate reason for not forgiving themselves. But at the end of the day, here are two reasons why you can forgive yourself. Number one, scientifically proven, your cells in your body change every 11 months. That means that every time, every year towards your birthday, your body is a new body. Just like the, skin, the snake sheds its skin and there's mm-hmm. a new skin, your body sheds old cells and you technically are not the same person as you were before biologically. Oh my god. Right? Scientifically proven. Aside from keeping that phys- physical part, also keep in mind that spiritual aspect. If I were to ask you, Lena, are you the same person you were a year ago? No. <laughs> are you the same person you were like five months ago? Um, probably not. No. No, I would say no. No. Because we're yeah. constantly changing. We're here. We're constantly evolving. So if, if I'm not the same person physically, and I'm definitely not the same person spiritually and emotionally. Who the hell am I blaming? I'm not even the same person anymore. I'm blaming oh an gosh. innocent person. Right. right. You're literally putting an innocent person behind bars and you don't freaking deserve it. You're suffering for what? And the yeah. biggest mind, I don't know if, you're, if you have like words here that can't be used, but the biggest like thing that I don't understand or that people like do to themselves is the fact that they're actually holding the master key to let themselves out, but they're not letting themselves out. Uh, that, that's, that's literally what guilt and blame and shame brings to you. Yeah. If you don't forgive yourself. That's what it is in reality. And it's a sinking feeling of depression, of not knowing who you are and what you're doing and why you can't move on and you're feeling stuck. Why? Because you're literally stuck in a version of you that doesn't even exist anymore that is an illusion. You're not living in your reality. You are living in this past illusion of yourself and you're not living your present moment, which is your actual reality. There's one tip for self-love. I have plenty more where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a big, that's a big tip. And I think, I mean, yeah, we're growing every day. So I love the forgiveness thing. I think it's, people are so hard on themselves and myself included. I, definitely put pressure on myself to be, you know, blank, blank, and blank, but like, we're all human. And sometimes, yeah, I think you just need to forgive yourself, move on. You're growing every day. You're learning every day. And I, yeah, I really liked that. That was, yeah, that's a good I'm glad tip. you liked it. I'm, I'm really happy you liked it. Grab the key and open the door, people. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about like the law of attraction. I think this is another common phrase that's, you know, brought up a lot. I don't think a lot of people kind of understand what this means. So if you want to just kind of explain what the law of attraction is and like break it down, how you can use it in your everyday life and talk a little bit sure. more about it. Absolutely. Um, so actually this morning I had um, on my podcast, I have a YouTube channel that I collaborated with another lovely woman, um, April Kirkwood, and together we have the Two Generations podcast. What it is, it's literally two generations she's the older generation she's the baby boomer i'm the gen z so we're 
combining two generations worth of wisdom and questions that young, a lot of young people ask to this podcast. And today's episode was on the law of attraction. Um, so what the law of attraction really is, it literally, a lot of people think that law of attraction, it's as if you're actually attracting things to you like a magnet. That's not true. Law of attraction is not about you attracting things to yourself. You're not made of metal. You're not a magnet. Things are not going to start being pulled, gravitated towards you. <laughs> it's not how it works. What law of attraction is, you're not attracting, you are radiating, right? You are energy. Everything around you is energy. Like my screen, my phone, my, my jewelry, everything around me is energy. And what I focus on, that's where I'm transferring the energy that I have in me to the energy that exists on whatever it is that I'm focusing on. So there's always a transfer of energy. Whatever you're doing, there's constantly a transfer of energy. Your job in order to attract things to your life is to radiate the energy that you want. It's to become the person that you want to be. Don't wait for the universe to bestow it upon you. Don't wait for something to happen in order for you to make it or feel happy or be something because your reality is only coming into existence as you create it. So if you're just going to be like, oh, I'm going to wait till I have like $100,000 in my bank account so that I can uh, be happy, right? Girl, you're not going to be happy until you're actually happy. And then guess what? It's going to be so much easier for you to get those 100 grand into your bank account. Mm-hmm or whatever it is, you're not attracting, you're radiating that energy about you. What there's two different kinds of energies. There's high frequency vibrations and low frequency vibrations. What that means is positive energies, negative energies, right? So if you're feeling jealous, upset, angry, disappointed, frustrated, annoyed, sad, depressed, right? All of these things that we can all understand what it means at some level, those are negative energies and those are going to radiate from you in low frequency vibrations. So like, you know, like the heart monitor, there's some mm-hmm. go up and down. So like the lower ones would be the negative energy. So that's like the vibrations that are coming out. They're radiating out of you. If you're feeling down in any way, if you're feeling happy, positive, joyful, grateful, appreciative, and you're constantly like growing, that's high frequency vibrations. Those are vibrations that are radiating out of you with high frequency so the the longer radiations right that's what the universe reads so for example if you were to ask the universe i want to find my soulmate please i'm praying i'm begging i'm asking help me find my soulmate i want the perfect person husband wife material whatever the universe is not going to hear what you're saying The universe reads the energies that are coming out of you while you're saying what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what you're saying because you're not even speaking the language of the universe. It's like you're asking somebody who doesn't speak English to pass the salt and they're looking at you like like you're (laughs) dumb and you're trying to blame them for not passing the salt. But at the end of the day, who's to blame? Because they don't understand your language. Yeah. You're speaking gibberish. It's the same thing with the universe. Who am I blaming? The universe? They don't speak. It doesn't speak English. Yeah. It speaks energy. So if at the same time that you're asking for whatever it is that you're asking, let's just stick with the soulmate example, and you're asking, please help me find my soulmate. But at the same time, you are jealous of your friends. 
that they have their boyfriend slash girlfriend or whatever, right? You are afraid of being alone. You're doubting that you're ever going to find anybody. You're worried what other people thinking. And you're totally stressed because your parents are nonstop bothering you about where your significant other is. All of those are negative energies coming out of you. Mm-hmm. So the universe is going to read, oh, negative energies. What does the universe do? It literally is karma. And this is what I like to call self-incriminating karma because it takes your energies and it just bounces it back right back at you. It's like you're looking in a mirror, you pick up a right arm, your right arm's going to lift. Mm-hmm. So you're throwing out negative energies, low frequency vibrations. The universe is going to be like back at you, low frequency vibrations. And you're going to start feeling upset, jealous, angry, and doubt and worry and fear and all of that we mentioned before. On the opposite side of the spectrum, you have the positive vibrations. You can ask the same exact thing. Please, please help me find my significant other, right? But at the same time, you're thinking, oh, I'm so happy for my friends that they found their loved one. I trust the universe. I trust God or divinity or whatever you believe in that my mission in life and that I will accomplish whatever it is I need to accomplish with the right person. I completely and totally am not worried about it because I totally believe that I'm going to find somebody, right? So all of these things are positive vibrations, high frequency vibrations. And so the universe reads that and it does the same exact thing. There's no preference, good or bad. It says, oh, This is what you're giving me back at you. And all you're going to experience is being happy for others. You're going to, no doubt, you're going to find your, you're going to find your person, no worries. And that's called attracting. You're suddenly becoming aware of that. You're tuned into the right radio station, right? You're tuned into FM jazz. You're going to receive jazz. You're tuned into rock. You're going to receive rock or pop or whatever you're tuned into. Don't expect to be on the pop station and you're looking to listen to reggae, you're like, hey, where's the reggae? Well, you're on the pop station, right? Welcome to pop. <laughs> you're, you're tuned into the negative station. Well, where's the positivity? Where's my blessings? Where's my abundance and all those things that people promise me? Well, welcome to negative station. Here you have nothing. Mm-hmm. Welcome. You're going to get, you know, these are all the things that you just you need to tune yourself into the right station um, and, and stop blaming everybody and everything else because it's really all up to you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, like what people say all the time is the energy that you give off is the energy that you get. Um, Mm -hmm. what you put into the universe is what you're ultimately going to be getting yourself. So if you're putting out positive energy and you know, you're going to get it, I think. And I really do believe that. Of course, it's like a mirror, whatever you give out, that's what you're getting. So if you truly believe that it's a mirror effect, then there's no doubt there whatsoever if you're if you're putting out positivity or gaining positivity. Absolutely. So kind of going off of that, like manifestation and like manifesting what you want in life. Um, what can you say to to that? Okay. So manifestation is a little bit different than the law of attracting. Okay. Manifestation on a level, the law of attracting is you actually attracting something to yourself by the way you're behaving, by the way you're acting, by the things that you're doing. Um, Manifesting, in my opinion, I know a lot of people have many different opinions on manifesting. Some say it's the same things. Others say it's not. I don't believe it's the same thing. I think that manifesting is actually creating something. You're manifesting, you're bringing forth. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is done through um, thought processes through affirmations, through your behaviors, through the, th- the choices you make 
So it's actually bringing to life something which wasn't there before. So if someone um, wants something to happen in their life, how would they go about manifesting that? Okay, well, I actually have a video on my Instagram that I am going to say here because I feel it's extremely powerful. A manifesting, so there's a formula, okay? I like to think of it as a formula. Visualization plus belief equals manifestation, right? Like, like I said, I just want to just go back and just repeat again what I said about the difference between the law of attraction and manifestation, just to make myself clear. The law of attraction is what you are attracting to yourself with your energy. It's actually just becoming more aware of the opportunities that are already in front of you. It's tuning into that right station. And manifesting is creating something that hasn't yet been written. Right. It's one of your futures. It could exist. And you're picking that one as your future or your present moment. So for example, visualization plus belief equals manifestation. What does that mean? Um, Let's start with belief. Belief is extremely important. If you don't believe that you can make it, that you um, can see the things that you want in your life, then nothing's going to happen. If you don't believe yourself, if you don't trust the process, nothing is going to happen, right? That's number one. It's, it's, like there's, it's so simple. There's no way around it. There's no beating around the bush. It's literally the rule. If you don't believe in it, it's not going to happen for you. For um, visualization, and this is the most like, powerful thing in my mind, like your brain, right, Elena? Your brain and your mind has so much potential. It holds everything, all the information that you learn from day one. It keeps you constantly alive, even while you're sleeping. It does crazy amount of things all the time, and we're not even aware of it, even right now that I'm talking to you. My brain is like constantly working, right? So what is the one thing that the brain cannot do? From everything that it can do, from the biggest technological thing that you can ever think of, the one thing that it can't do is differentiate between reality and an illusion. And that is your loophole to manifestation. What does that mean? The brain, right? If you're going to imagine something, for example, Elena, let me ask you this for the sake of your audience. So they know like you're totally relatable, right? (laughs) You're human too, right? So um, have you ever had like this thought or have you ever imagined something and you started feeling um, the the emotions that go along with that imagination yeah okay like for example have you ever imagined something exciting and you started feeling that excitement those butterflies and like your heart started racing or like you're really getting excited and like and and nothing's happened yet it's just an illusion it's just in your head right (laughs) and vice versa like if you for example at night alone right you're walking alone and you're thinking oh my god if there's something behind the bush, oh my God, what if there's something behind the garbage can? And you're like, start, your mind is starting to race and you're starting to feel that fear. But again, it's an illusion. Right, yep. Right, it's, nothing's there. It's, it's nothing, but you're reacting to it as if it's real. Because that's part of the survival part. And it's good, your brain has to do that because if it didn't, how would we survive, right? It's good that we're afraid of that because the brain can then be like, oh, she's having a thought that's triggering this emotion, let's start triggering all the other parts. So whatever, your pupils might dilate, you might start sweating, your heart may start like beating faster, 
whatever it is, you're going to start feeling those emotions. Mm-hmm. Right? So the same thing is with your visualization. If you want to manifest something in your life, imagine it. Imagine it happening like from the beginning to the end. You want a car? Imagine yourself walking or driving to the location where the car is. Imagine the smell, imagine the sight, imagine your excitement, imagine driving in it, right? It's all part, and you're going to start feeling it naturally and automatically your body is going to react to it as if it's actually happening. And this you can do with anything you want, whatever it is. I know that when I go to sleep, I'm manifesting. Why? Because before I go to sleep, I imagine whatever, and I, I have a really great imagination. Like I, my, my imagination can go from today to tomorrow thank God. (laughs) If I'm sleeping, if I'm going to bed and I'm going to imagine something in my mind, like actually visualize it. Don't think about it. Visualize it. See it happening. Right. That's manifesting. Suddenly you're going to start walking around your day by day and you're going to start noticing that same exact thing that you wanted. Oh, you see it here and you see it here and you hear somebody talking about it there. And now you see it here right? You want that car, you're seeing it everywhere. Because you're tuned into the station. Because you're aware of it. So now that you're aware of it, here comes a law of attraction, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, she's tuned into the station. Okay, this is what she's going to get. This is what she's going to see. Now opportunities are going to come your way. Opportunities are there regardless whether you see it or not. The question is, are you aware of it? Right. If you're not tuned into it, you're not going to be aware of it. If you are tuned into it, and you're open to opportunities, then, oh, opportunity from here, opportunity from here, and boom, 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 you're manifesting. If you manifest it, like, so many good things can come from it. Absolutely. Totally, 100% agree with those people who say we're not in control, (laughs) because we're not. Like, you can't control the weather. You can't control the traffic. (laughs) You can't control somebody's passing or somebody's sickness. You can't control, like, a million and one things. You can only control three things in your life. And you know what those three things are? Your thoughts, your behaviors, and your imagination. And those are literally, that's literally the formula you need for manifesting. And those are the only things you need to control in order to have full control of your life. You don't need to control the weather. You don't need to control traffic and coincidences and all these different things. Because if you can control just these three things, you have full access to your entire present and future. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So kind of overall, someone listening to this wants to kind of get into manifesting and focusing on themselves, loving themselves. What is the first thing to do that and to get started on this journey? Well, there's no one first step because there's so many paths that one can take in order to find themselves and find their purpose. But what I would say, in my opinion, um, and there's no right or wrong, but in my opinion, a good first step to take is to actually be aware of your thoughts because your thoughts are so important. Your thoughts are the messages that are sent to your subconscious mind, right? Like here, here's a little thing about thoughts. We are constantly thinking, especially women. We have like over 60,000 thoughts a day. And the craziest thing is that every single day, 90% of these thoughts are repeating themselves over and over and over again. So it means that literally every single day, 
you're thinking 90% of the same thing over and over and over and over again. Now, that is already a habit. Because what is a habit? It's something that's caused by repetition. Mm -hmm. So if you're constantly thinking of the same thing, that's messages that are constantly being sent to your subconscious mind, right? And it's the same messages over and over again. So it's a command to your subconscious mind. If you're, it's like the subconscious mind is getting into habit of thinking in a certain way. Okay, for example, somebody who thinks in lack. I don't have money. I don't have a car. I don't have my significant other. I can't do this because blank. Um, you know, all these different things. You're just thinking in lack. You have trained your mind and your subconscious mind to think that way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, you're, sometimes you're thinking something and you catch it and you're like, oh, that was instinct. Like it just automatically I thought in lack. Well, that's because it was a habit, but it's fine. You caught it because now you're trying to break that habit, right? So your subconscious mind is the messages that are being sent out to the universe. Your mind is like the antennas that are sending out messages to the universe. Boop, I can't do this. It's sent out to the universe. I don't want this. Sent out to the universe. I can't. Sent out to the universe. Well, if you can switch your thoughts, for example, you catch yourself thinking in lack. Change it. Instead of saying, I don't have this, say, I am working towards this. I am in the process of blank. I will have this. I can change that because that is a message that is being sent to the universe. So it's very important how you, how you think. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, you can't control your thoughts, but what you can control is that the thoughts. Yeah. The mindset is if you catch it, what are you going to do with it now? Are you going right. to like, it's like the mind is like a projector and your thoughts are the slides that go through their projector, right? The slide that's in the projector now that's expanded on the wall. That's what the whole audience sees, right? So the, the thought that's in your head right now, that's a thought that's in the projector and that's what you're seeing right now. The question is, do I, do I expand on this thought? Do I delve in it deeper or do I chuck it in the garbage and switch it with another slide? Mm-hmm. Right? So it really is all about your, I would say one of the biggest things to, to manifesting is your thoughts. So if somebody would want to start manifesting, start by being aware of your thoughts. It's extremely, extremely important. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, your mindset really is the biggest part of, I think, all of this. It's if you have that positive mindset or if you're just like aware of your thoughts and aware of what you're thinking, then you can like better yourself, work on it, move forward. So um, I think, yeah, I totally agree with that. I want to share with everyone like where your book is at and where people can like follow you and find you because um, I feel like I learned so much on this episode and I feel like people are going to love this and I feel like they're going to want to figure out where they can learn more. So where can people find your book and find you on social media and all of that? Awesome. So um, my book, it's called The Pathway to Freedom. Um, and I wrote it from my own experiences. So it's, it's an easy read though. You can find it on my website. My website is not yet, it's under construction right now, but it's also going to be on Amazon. So if you follow my Instagram, Eden underscore Busani, then you'll be updated with all of that. But regardless, the book is coming out October 28th. It's going to be available to the public and you'll find it either on the website, which is going to be up by then or on Amazon. 
Um, I do have two podcasts. I have one, Mending Broken Beliefs, which is one that I talk, um, I like to say every Thursday morning, I, I share my inspiration with my audience. And then I have one, the Two Generations podcast, which is every Monday morning. It's live on YouTube. And I talk with April Kirkwood, who, you know, the other generation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what we talk about a lot of law of attraction and, and growth and personal development and all that. Yeah. I love the idea of having two different perspectives. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, like she's the older generation. There's a bunch of wisdom there. Yeah. Um, and I would also like to add, so we do have a program that's coming up November 2nd until December 11th. It's a six week training program. It's going to train these women into self-love. I feel especially as women, we, we need that connection more. We love to feel loved and it's so important to feel loved by yourself. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm putting together a training program with Marta Spark. There's going to be intensive training, lives, videos, workshops, and it's, it's really amazing. So we having our registration link available in the next day or two. So you can check that out on my Instagram as well. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And I'll link everything um, in the description of this episode. If you guys want to find her, everything will be there for you to do that. But I really appreciate you coming on. This was super informative for me. So I really appreciate that. Do you have anything that you want to add before we wrap it up today? Yes. One more thing I would like to add. Um, here's, here's an analogy for everybody who's listening. Um, imagine you're in a field, a magical field. Okay. And in this field, you're standing and there's nothing in this field but floating doors. Floating doors everywhere you look. Magical, beyond, right? And now in your hand, you're seeing, oh, I have a master key. I can unlock and go through any single door I want, right? Now you don't know what's behind this door. You have to take the risk and see what is behind each door and decide which door you want to go through. Now here's the thing in life source or God or divinity or energy or whatever you want to call it has created you. And it also created 100 different versions of you. Now you hold the master key and you can decide which door will I go through? Which version will I be? Every door has an opportunity and every door also has a challenge. Your choices is this where I want to be? So the thing is that you can go through life walking through several different doors, aka versions of yourself, and be like, oh, well, I don't like this door. I'm just going to step right out. I'm going to try another door. It's the same thing as saying, I don't like this version of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start right over and I'm going to walk into another version of myself and see how that works for me. And it's as simple as that. You have a hundred and different different versions of yourself that you can try out a hundred different doors that you can step into why are you stuck in one that's not good for you like you're literally holding the master key you can step out lock the door behind you and walk into that other door what's keeping you in this one box version slash door of yourself that you don't like Mm -hmm. so on my instagram i literally posted on my story Wish me luck, everybody. Walk stepping into a new door. <laughs> and, like, and everybody already knew what I was talking about. So I got so many messages. Good luck, good luck. And I was like, yay. You know? <laughs> like, but it's great. Like, you have, you have that power. Yeah. You can control 
how you want to live your life. Like literally you have the master key to everything you want in your life. Use it. Don't just hold it and stare at it and be like, hmm, what am I going to do with you? Yeah. Use it. You have it. Right. So that would be my last, uh, the last thing I would want to part to your audience. I really hope that that is a lesson that they would take to heart. I know it made a tremendous diff- difference to my life when I learned it from my mentor. Yeah, I really like that perspective. And um, your analogies are just on point today. Like everything <laughs> you're saying just makes so much sense. So thank you. Um, yeah, of course. So um, that is today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And be sure to follow Eden on everything. I'm going to post everything below and the description and um, link all of her stuff on Instagram and all that fun stuff. So be sure to give her a follow and check her out too. Um, and learn more about all of this because this is so important for life. and we all just want to be the best versions of of ourselves. And I think this is the best way to do it. So thank you guys for listening. Um, Be sure to follow Girl We Gotta Talk podcast on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Bye. These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com.